Because the trauma of infertility doesn't just go away. Hi, welcome to Diagnosis Infertility. I'm Andrea. I'm a health and life coach, an infertility warrior, and I want to normalize the trauma associated with infertility, but also make you laugh out loud at least once. If you're trying to wrap your head around fertility, maybe you have experienced infertility in the past, maybe you're worried about it in the future, or you're currently in the freaking trenches, going through it right now, or maybe someone close to you is, then this podcast is for you. Here we are all about being raw, telling it how it is, and giving you real action items to support your mental, emotional, and physical health. Because girlfriend, it's about all three. Okay, let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back. I, well, (laughs) I had trouble the last two weeks with my podcast. I had been getting messages from listeners saying, hey, I don't know if it's user error, but blah, blah, blah. They couldn't hear the content. So long story short, I had to clear my cache or cache. I, I don't know. It turns out it was just another thing I had to Google as an entrepreneur because that's That's what owning a business is all about these days, is just Googling things until you figure it out. And I figured it out. I worked with support through Soundtrap. Soundtrap is where I record my podcasts, and they are amazing. And here we are. I got it figured out. So hopefully we can get this one off without a hitch for dropping it on the 19th, which would be Wednesday. So if you're listening to this, happy Wednesday. And today's episode is... I always want to say it's a juicy one. It's maybe not a juicy one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But today's episode is about what would you do if you were the bravest version of yourself? And I want to talk a little bit about the girl who is giving herself a shot for the first time. I mean, We've all been there, right? It's the first time we did something brand spanking new. It's like the nerves, the angst, the jitters. There's always just some form of heightened awareness. It's like usually like a good heightened awareness. And when I talk about heightened awareness, it's because I'm an occupational therapist and that's I talk about nervous system levels, how our nervous system is working. Are we regulated or not? And so when we're in a heightened state of awareness, that means our nervous system is running a little bit high. We might be excited. We might be a little bit nervous. You know, I I just think it's like we're just a little bit up where we might be a little shaky or our belly might be a little uncomfortable, those types of things. So anytime, at least for me, when I've started something brand spanking new, I have this nerves, these nerves. And... People talk about it like it's that anticipation, right, of the unknown. We have this heightened state of awareness. And we have this because, like I said, we're excited. There's anticipation. And mostly the unknown, even though we know it's probably going to be like super awesome, we just don't know exactly what to expect. So we're just a little bit higher, too, because maybe it's our nervous system, too, getting ready and prepared to react if we need to react in a in a way that will defend us, you know, when we think about a little bit of a heightened awareness, we think of that fight or flight system. That's that same nervous system I'm talking about being a little bit heightened. So that's that that fight or flight or freeze, if if you want to think about it like that. And so we're just up there, we're ready to act if we need to, but we're excited. It's the angst, what's gonna happen, what's going on? Okay. Well, at least that's that's what it feels like for me. 
Sometimes with it, something new, it, it's easy and we can feel brave. But most of the time, at least like I said, for me, I'm fearful of something going wrong or that I'll make a complete A of myself. And I would say that making the ass of myself or looking stupid is what holds me back the most. And it holds me back quite a bit, actually, that I don't want to make a fool of myself. And what also holds me back is I don't want to fail or just plain old the fear of failure. And then there are times when I'm afraid of doing something new because I might actually succeed. And then if I succeed, I'm not going to be comfortable anymore or things might change. And regardless of where we're at in life, regardless, there are always things that are happening to us. Infertility or no infertility, there are new things coming at us. And sometimes they're scary and sometimes they're exciting. But we always kind of come up to this like heightened state of awareness when there's something new because we don't know the outcome. And we might have to grow and experience and learn quite a bit when we are called into something new. So I'm going to tell you about the first time I gave myself a shot and I was completely terrified. I was still at the point where anxious thoughts ruled my life and I didn't really understand it or honestly know about it, which seems silly because I'm technically a mental health provider having a background in occupational therapy, but I was so blind to myself. And I, I thought because so many of these anxious thoughts were so situational, right? Like giving yourself a shot is very situational that I didn't fully qualify as anxiety or that I also like looking back and self-reflecting is I was super embarrassed to be anxious. I thought it was a sign of weakness. So I didn't just add it to the list of things that I went through going through infertility, like hiding that. So anyway, I was quite anxious about shots and I wasn't going to admit that I was anxious because I always wanted to be badass Andrea, like go for it. I can do this. Um, And I still have a lot of that mentality, but this time I think of what makes you a badass side note here is not that you're like zero fear going into things and hiding, right? That anxiousness. I think what makes you a badass is when you admit the fear, when you know the angst and the anxiety, you deal with it appropriately and you still go after it anyway. So anyway, I was really anxious about these shots. Do you guys ever feel like that? Wow, this is all over the place. Just bear with me here. Ride with me here. Do you ever feel like that? I mean, I had tough things and anxiety pre-infertility, but I would say infertility ramped that shit up to an entire different level. So yeah, I was quite anxious about things. Do you ever, so what I'm getting at is, do you ever feel anxious about things, but haven't like fully admitted that you have anxiety and you keep thinking it's situational and you keep hiding it because you're super embarrassed. Stop doing that. Okay. Just stop doing that. So here I am about to give myself my first shot. And of course your ovaries are never convenient. This shot was scheduled in the afternoon during a work day. (laughs) Oh, and it worked out where I cleared my schedule. I remember the shot had to be in the refrigerator and 
I had a student with me. I had a clinical student with me. She is a level two student. She is the best, but I feel like I have to set the stage here of, (laughs) she is this beautiful, she's just beautiful. She is taller than me and I'm tall. I'm 5'10". I want, she's easily over six foot and she has this jet black, beautiful hair. So she's just this tall. She has these big, big brown eyes and her smile is just huge and amazing. But she also, her body is built like if you think of a basketball player or a volleyball player, right? She has these amazingly long arms that can just like get the ball or away from anyone or just like reach out and grab a kid when they're running away from you, which she totally did, right? She is just this beautiful woman with these long arms and these long legs and her facial expressions are completely the best. I feel like I always knew what she was thinking because she wore it on her face. So I had this clinical student with me and you guys, I begged her to give me this shot, which is highly unprofessional, but I was so nervous and I didn't know what to do. And, um, she politely declined with seriously wide terror in her eyes. Like those big, beautiful brown eyes were just like as wide as could be. And she was like, "Mm, no. Okay. I really hope you're enjoying the show. I wanted to pop in here and talk about one of my favorite, favorite supplements. So it's called Gut Personal and I've been using it for about six months now. And I gotta tell you, one of my best friends is an incontinence therapist. So she's trained in pelvic floor and pelvic health and she gives the best gut massages. It's the best thing to get me to poop. And I was like begging for them a couple times a week. And I told her I would totally pay her for all of this. Even on my birthday, I asked for a gut rub and honestly, it just made these beautiful poops. I felt so good. But I haven't had to do any of that since I started using gut personal. Maybe once I've asked her to do it and it was related to my period. So there's four different products that I use. The first one is called the Soother and it soothes your beautiful gut and it helps calm heartburn and acid reflux, which I have a ton of. The next one is the Healer and this one is like gut and immune essentials. So this one totally works on the skin issues that I have. So like my eczema and a lot of food sensitivities that I have because I have um, a gluten sensitivity and a dairy sensitivity. And then the last one that I love is called the Miracle Worker, which is a magnesium supplement. And that works on, you know, a restful night's sleep. And it really supports your anxiety during the day and helps you poop every day, which... I mean, obviously, I super love. And it's also, you guys, known to help with your muscle and period cramps. And I lied. Um, There is one more, and that is the daily probiotic, which helps you decrease the bad bacteria and increase the good bacteria and totally helps with immune support. So if you are totally into this and if you're wanting to look at at it a little bit more, there's a little quiz on the website. So it's gutpersonal.com. And you go and you take the little quiz and fill out the quiz, do all those things. And then, you guys, you can get 10% off with my code. My code is her shit. <laughs> I, I kid you not. I had a little too many cocktails when I signed up for this. So it's H-E-R-S-H-I-T, which is kind of relatable because my business is called Her Health and Empowerment and Reproduction. And I mean, S-H-I-T is what we're ultimately trying to do, right? So 
pop on there. I promise. Totally worth it. Tag me in any of uh, the stories talking about how much you love it or just send me a message because I want to hear from you. Okay, bye. And so I sat there with my gut hanging out, you know, like I had my pants unzipped and I had like, you know, you're like supposed to like pinch your skin like underneath your belly button. So I just sat there with my gut out for like five minutes with like the needle, like the whole thing mixed and just, I sat there. I was so scared. And it like, I, I was so scared. And finally I was getting to the point where like time was slipping away and then I was past the trigger shot time and I was so scared to do the trigger shot, but I was even more scared that I was going to be too late to do this trigger shot. And then I thought possibly, quite possibly, I was going to screw up the entire thing because this was for an IUI, right? This was the trigger shot for my IUI the next day. And then it came to a point where I just had to do this or this IUI wasn't going to work. And you know what? I just shoved that baby in there and it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad at all. It like stung maybe a little and I had a tiny dot of blood, but it really was okay. It was the anticipation of it all. It was like the initiation, the plunge, the actual act of leaping and taking that step and just putting that needle into my belly. What was I so afraid of? For me, it wasn't the pain. It was that initial leap. It was that act of faith, that bravery, that maybe I just couldn't do it because I'd never done it before, even though it's so simple. You just jab that beast right in there. And the needle, you guys, is so tiny compared to my POI needle. So that's progesterone in oil. So P-I-O, P, whatever, point of interest. So P-I-O, progesterone in oil. Okay. Those bees are huge. (laughs) Girth and length is like, I don't know, the length of my thumb. I don't know. That could be an exaggeration, but those babies are big. And this one was just like this little bitty one that was like the length of my pinky fingernail. Anyway, it was so small compared to other things. But when it's something new, just putting yourself in and Doing it and ripping off the band-aid is absolutely terrifying because we don't know what to expect. So we can't prepare ourselves for it. So we can't prepare our nervous system for what to expect. And if we're a human that doesn't regulate ourselves regularly, or if we're a human that likes to run high and we have untreated anxiety, if we are a human that's go, 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 maybe our nervous system can't take much more. Or maybe we get so comfortable with where we're at that we don't like to add anything new because we might have to, God forbid, slow down and maybe make a change. So what is it that is new for you? Or maybe something that you're completely avoiding or something that you are afraid of. If there's something where you just, is there something where you just need to rip that Band-Aid off and plunge into it? where you just need to pinch that skin and with full confidence at a light to medium pace, just stick the needle in. Is there something in your life that you're thinking about right now? 
I often coach around fear. It's actually one of my favorite things to coach around when I'm working with a client. And I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of it. Sign up and I'll probably blow your mind away and you'll blow my mind away because that's how it works. But what I ask is, if you were the bravest version of yourself, what would you do right now? How would you show up? Because fear and anxiety for me are a little entwined. Because I usually get anxiety when I don't know what's going to happen or I don't know what to expect. So I hold space for both of them. For me to show up in this example is I would give my shop, I would give myself the shot without hesitation. So what do I need to do to get there? I need to practice on an orange and I need to set up myself for success. So there's a girl out there to that girl who is about to go through infertility and terrified of shots or giving herself a shot. You are not alone and you don't just show up one day and give yourself like 90 shots and all on your own and in your butt. It's just a very slow process. They ease you into things. They tell you exactly what to do, when to do it, and then how to do it. You set timers on your phone. It's a whole thing. But you're not alone in this. It can be scary because it's so unknown, but it's not impossible. If I can end up giving myself progesterone and oil shots in my butt by myself, you can do this too. So is there something that you're afraid of? Infertility or non-infertility related. Are you starting something new and have those jitters? Those anxious thoughts? The angst? Because like I said, fear and anxiety times can go hand in hand because we really don't know what to expect. Nine times out of 10, it's what we've built up in our heads and not actually reality. So like remind yourself of when you've done something similar in the past, right? Like if you have fear about doing something new or angst about doing something new, anxiety about doing something new, how has it turned out in the past? Like when you've done something similar, think about what could go wrong Are you able to handle it? What would you do if something did go wrong? It's how we perceive ourselves. So so like I said, it's sometimes what we've built up in our heads and it's not actually what, what will transpire, right? Or sometimes this fear, anxiety, angst is how we will perceive ourselves or how we think others will perceive us. And that, what if we look stupid? What if we look silly? So what if you look silly? Can you smile and laugh it off? Can you thank whoever helped you admitting this is new to me and I'm not entirely sure what I'm doing? Can you just try it and see what happens? Can you just go for it and stop holding yourself back because of fear? Fear is a reaction. It's okay to be fearful. I'm fearful all of the time because it's human nature. It's a reaction. It's our nervous system ramping up a little bit to say there is a threat. There is something new and I'm not sure how I'm going to handle it. So I'm going to bring us up to the next level so that I am already there so I can respond appropriately. Courage is a decision. How are you going to show up for yourself the next time you feel a reaction of fear or of anxiety? Are you going to let it disable you to freeze you? Or are you going to face it head on and show up as the bravest version of yourself? 
bringing that nervous system down a notch that you are in control of your body. Do not let fear be a thief of what you want. Don't let it steal your joy of trying for the next fertility treatment. And don't let it steal you from your dreams. Thank you for listening in today. I hope it inspired you or maybe you awkwardly snorted out loud. Either way, totally cool. Now listen, those of us who really need to hear something like today's episode might need a gentle nudge to tune in. Please, if you know anyone that would benefit from today's episode, please text it to her right now. And remember, you are not a mess. You are brave for trying. Can't wait to talk soon.